Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Man and Candace podcast, everybody. Good evening, good afternoon, good morning, good night, wherever you're listening. Welcome. If you're new here, hey. What's up? You read the title, you already know what the fuck it is. So we're going to talk today an open letter to my madre, me madre. But before we get there, you guys, hop onto the Patreon, demandacandispodcast.com. I'm sorry, not the Mannequins podcast. Blah. There we go. Woo! Hop onto patreon.com slash the Mannequins podcast, everybody. You know what? I had the option. I had the option to start this over. To start it over, but I didn't. You know why? Because we do things live here. We do things raw and real. We don't edit. We don't do cuts. Because we don't give a fuck. Bitch. Shout out to Mojave Flower. Shout out to Sublime too. It's Friday. Shout out to the boys at Quick Trip. (coughs) 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 They don't ask for my ID no more. They already know what it is. They're born in 2005. (coughs) They're born in 2005. I'm born in 1995. I'm like 10 years older than them. I'm like, baby. (coughs) (coughs) I can buy you blunts. Meet me outside, meet me outside, meet me outside, meet me outside. So, mom. (coughs) I know you're listening because the address where you live lights up on the map. (coughs) (coughs) So, this podcast is real. I said, I'm sorry, mama. I didn't say that yet. Mom, I apologize for smoking weed. I just realized how ironic that was, especially from the last episode about trauma. I apologize. I'm awful. And I apologize for how I turned out because I had a responsibility in that. Um, I opened myself up to a lot of influence of people, of drugs, of the entertainment industry, pornography. I made these choices and I own these choices. Even though I made them as an adolescent, I take ownership of them. Um, because I feel like that's a step in healing. I feel like that's a step in me trying to become a better person. I want to be the best version of myself, not only for me, but for you. Because I feel like you deserve to see your daughter's full potential. Oh my god, I told myself I wasn't going to cry. 
and her full potential is on her medicine, not smoking. <clears throat> and like, I feel like I spent the last 13 years trying to get it together. And I'm sorry. I had a lot of growing up to do. I still do. And I thank God for you every day because I don't take our relationship for granted. A lot of people fucking hate their mom. A lot of people hate their mom. I have a lot of friends who hate their mom. I think I have one friend that loves her mom and that's even questionable. A lot of people hate their mom, and I know for a while you hated grandma for a while. Maybe hate's the wrong word, but you maybe had a chip on your shoulder, maybe a boner pick or two, but I never took our relationship for granted. I always knew that our relationship was special. I always knew that you made an effort to make it special and to keep it special, and now that I'm older, I make the same effort. Ever since I went to college, like, when I went a day without calling you, I felt really, really bad. Like, I felt really, 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 really bad. And, like, watching you do everything by yourself, I felt really, really bad. And, like, I was angry. I was angry. I was angry at my dad. I was angry that... I was just angry that I had to spend a lot of time alone. I was angry that, like, I... Maybe 10% raise myself. I feel like things like MTV and drugs and my school raised me and my jobs. Like the, my boss at KFC, like my boss at Panda Express. You guys, I worked a lot of places. But mom. You always did everything for me. Like, you always did everything special for me. Like, you always let me have everything when I, even when I was too young. Like, I look at Rhea and, like, I just, she's 10. When I was 10, I had a full face of makeup. When I was 10, I was MySpace famous. <laughs> You didn't let me have a MySpace, but you you didn't let me wear eyeliner either. But I did it, and you yelled at me, and, like, I remember that one time you stuck up for me when I was in sixth grade, and the teacher told me I couldn't wear eyeliner. And he told me, it was a Friday, like today, he told me, come Monday, I can't have eyeliner on. And I asked him if it was in the code of conduct and the agenda that I signed. And he said yes, and I couldn't find it. And then you told me that you'd called the principal, and you called Mr. Lardy, Larvy. And I went to San Maria Middle School, guys. <laughs> so you called Mr. Larvy, and he was a school principal. And you told him, look, Mr. Richardson, the sixth grade teacher, told my daughter 
She can't wear makeup. I know she's not the best at makeup, but she's trying to express herself. and I wore my eyeliner like Amy Winehouse and I didn't give a fuck and he didn't say anything he actually apologized to me for lying I don't know if you cussed him out or what but like I that's how I got to wear makeup you guys <laughs> Mom, I love you so much. I don't know what I'm gonna do when I lose you, Mom. I think about it now. <laughs> I think about it a lot. I don't wanna lose you, Mom. I can't. I don't wanna be alone. <laughs> Nobody that loves me like you do. No one will ever love me like you do. Nobody knows me like you do. Nobody knows what to do. <laughs> I remember that one time I was panicking and I didn't sleep for three days and I was on all kinds of nicotine patches and you put on Mean Girls. <sighs> you bought it on pay-per-view and then you bought Scream. But I went to the ER anyway, but like, I just, I don't know how you, I don't know how you went through that with me. Me going to the psych ward, me going to, I don't know how you did all that. I, anyone else would just break down. You know, I know I feel a way about you know who, but I just, I'm thankful he was there for you. I'm sorry guys, let me just kind of get myself together. I knew I was nervous for a reason. I knew I was gonna cry. And I... I'm just... Loop the damn playlist! Shut up. <laughs> let's get, let's stop crying. What is switch up? Oh my god, I'm bipolar. Mom, thanks for helping me pay for my personal trainer. Mom, I don't know what I would do without you. I can't afford my lifestyle. Um, I love how your parenting has evolved. I noticed that once I moved out, 
I don't know what happened, but like you became a softer person and like you became a better mom. I'm not saying you were a bad mom, but I feel like our relationship was a lot more strained when I was uh, in the house. I'm not going to go over the bad times because who cares? We've had so many good times. Remember the first time you took me to California? Like, I remember you were driving the Nissan, the silver Nissan. And... I was wearing that orange tank top with the Hawaiian flower. And then it had, we got it from Limited to the store. And you always took me to the mall every weekend we went to the mall. It was just me and you everywhere we went. I know you're my mom first and you are never my friend. But I consider you, like, consider myself, like, your little sidekick. Like, I would die for you. I would fight for you. And if I dare anyone to talk shit about you in front of me, no one ever has, especially in the family. I will kick someone's ass. I don't care who it is. Sorry. Especially if they hurt you. Anybody who hurts, like... Anybody who hurts you physically or mentally or any other ways, like, I, besides myself, like, I just, I want to fight. Like, I'm out for blood. Like, you're my mom. Like, you're my home. Like, you're my food. And you're my, you're like my mana. Like, you're like the closest thing I have to God on earth. Remember when you taught me how to pray? I do. We were in Longmore and Mesa, that apartment. And we were laying on the floor. It was the first night we moved in. And we had an Navajo blanket. And we laid on it. And we had a pillow. We had no mattress. And, like, I just remember you you held me tight. And you were like, close your eyes. And you're like, Heavenly Father. Like, you know, whatever you said. And, like, you know, In Jesus' name, amen. Like, I never stopped praying like that. And it's been 22 years. And, like, the fruits of my life are all from God. So thank you for teaching me how to pray. I love this song. Mom, I doubt it, but I hope this is the first podcast you listen to. Mom, remember the first Beyonce concert you took me to? You always took me to concerts. I remember remember when I 
Remember, all of a sudden, I'm obsessed with this band called Him from Finland, and I ask you for tickets to Vegas, so you drive me and Brianna to Vegas. Mom, you had no idea, but we were popping all kinds of ecstasy, and like, all day in line, we were smoking cigarettes. It was spectacular, and it's just like, I'm sorry that a lot of my good times were on your dime. I want to like follow up with that by saying you're the best mom in the world. Remember when I used to massage your feet? I'll still do it. You guys, my mom used to ask me to massage her feet. And I would get lotion and I would massage her feet. And she'd be like, oh my goodness, this feels so good. It feels so good. And she'd do it like every day. Sometimes like twice a day on a Sunday. Mom, remember that Christmas gift, your own cookbook that I made you when I was like in the third grade and I gave it to you and you started crying? I think I've told this story before on a podcast, but like, um, you guys, my mom, I made her, me, my, my mom and I would watch <coughs> Food Network on the weekends. Excuse me. <coughs> and then weeknights even. But like on the weekends we would watch people like Jada De Laurentiis, Bobby Flay, Rachel Ray, the blonde lady, I think her name was Sandra Lee, Paula Dean when she the world didn't know she was racist. Um the Neelys. Barefoot Contessa, Mario Bernal, Bernales, I think that's his last name. I'm sorry, I think I butchered his last name. And I already said Jada. But like, we also would watch shows like Chopped. And like, a lot of baking shows like Cupcake Wars and like Top 10 Waiting Cakes. And like, we used to be really into like the Halloween cakes. And like the Valentine's Day. And like, me and my mother would bake a lot and our inspiration would come from these shows and like a lot of our recipe choices and cooking me and my mom would cook together and well she did most of the cooking i just helped out by like measuring things and i didn't really chop anything but when it came to baking i was more of a lead on that i was picking out the recipes most of the recipes i was making my mother was just kind of overseeing the oven, making sure I was taking it out when I was supposed to, making sure I wasn't opening the oven because I would open the oven <laughs> as opposed to turning the light on and checking on it. I just always wanted to just dig my teeth into the dessert. I only messed up one dessert, you guys, and it was a cheesecake, and it's because I did not let the cheesecake sit at room temp long enough. It was disgusting, and my uncle ate it. My family ate it. <laughs> my family is a type to eat bad cooking. It's a sign of tragic respect. Um, <laughs> back to the Christmas gift. So I was at. I was really sneaky in elementary school. I was very, very sneaky. 
And basically, I was in the computer room during recess, and I wasn't supposed to be because I was using the printer, which is something else I wasn't supposed to be doing. Um, but I was on foodnetwork.com, which is another thing I wasn't supposed to be doing. But I was paying attention to, like, the previous night's episodes and then would download them because they would be on the front homepage the next day on foodnetwork.com, and I would print them. So let's say Jada made a pasta with sun-dried tomato and arugula with bits of prosciutto or this one hand called copper, copper, some, some type of ham. Um, Capriot, I don't know, I, it's on the tip of my tongue. Cappuccini? Cappuccini? Peppercini? I don't know. Um, it's a meat. It's a cured meat. It's a cured Italian meat. And I would download it. And then I would just categorize it, whether it was a salad, a alcoholic beverage, and an appetizer. And then within the categories themselves, were they savory? Were they... I don't know, low carb, low calorie. I, I, I really dug it down because we had a lot of cookbooks in the in the house. And we had a lot of cookbook magazines. And I would model the table of contents and the layout of what I downloaded. It was very strategic is what I'm trying to outlay you for an elementary person. I think I was seven... Six to seven, six to eight, eight, I think is too old. But we were in our first house on Wyman. You guys, on Christmas morning, I gave it to her and she started bawling. She started bawling. Sorry, I don't mean to slurp. I know some people really hate slurping. Mom, remember that one boyfriend you had? I'm not going to name his name, but one time I slurped really loud because I was drinking hot chocolate. Pause. What am I supposed to do? What am I supposed to do as an eight-year-old who is slurping hot chocolate? Mind you, I'm not a connoisseur of hot beverages. I'm eight. And I'm drinking this with precaution so of course i have this lava in a pot of clay with a handle and i'm am just you know like you know at the at the tip of the of you know the marshmallows just trying to get the marshmallows it's hot it's hot chocolate that's the name of the drink and fuck it i'm just gonna say his name edward dumbass just comes out and is just like, hey, when I would slurp drinks, my mother would take my drink away from me. And I looked at him and I and I shit you not, everyone. I was just like, well, that sucks. The look on his face, because like Tim and like what's so good about it is that I pitied him. I genuinely pitied him. 
it didn't come across to me as a joke or a jab. I wasn't that savvy. I wasn't that smart. I didn't have common sense. I still kind of don't. But things like that, when people were trying to like read between the lines and talk between the lines, I didn't... Eh. Didn't register. Mom, remember? Remember when I went to New York and I was like about not to get in the hotel and I was like calling you and I was like panicking. How do you handle every time I call? Because every time I call, it's I need this, I need that, I want that, I want this, I want that. I'm not even there, but I'm there. I must be really annoying. I really enjoy texting you every day. I really enjoy our relationship. I I thank God every day for our relationship. Um, Hey, if anybody's listening and you, you no longer have your mom, you know, my heart is with you. My heart thinks of the population who never had a mother or lost their mother. Or maybe their mother wasn't good enough. Or maybe their mother was really abusive. Horribly, sexually, mentally, physically abusive. Just a moment of silence. Mom, I hope in the future that our relationship just continues on the up and up and that we learn more together and that we grow stronger together and that we travel. I pray that I make more money so I can cover my ass. Um, but yeah, I, I'm working on my anger towards your significant other so I don't alarm the kids and the family of why I'm not attending holiday holidays. Um, because it doesn't feel good not going to holidays and the holidays are passing by. It doesn't feel nice. And I know it doesn't feel nice for you. I wonder if you break down sometimes. I know you do. Maybe. I don't know. Sometimes I feel out of touch. Sometimes I ask myself, do I really know my mom anymore? And then, like, I see your name pop up on the phone when I think about you. I know exactly when you answer. I know exactly the second you're going to say hello. (laughs) 
I just want to warn you that I do plan on asking for that $6,000 purse from Louis Vuitton. But I'll pay for half of it. I'm just kidding. Never mind. I can only, like I said, I I can only wear it like two times. But there's a sweater I saw. And if it, if I... Just get prepared and, like, ask my uncles to pitch in. I'm, you know what? I'm going to ask my uncles to pitch in. Sincerely, Candace. I'm going to cut this episode short, you guys, because... One day, I'm going to have my mom on the podcast. Get it to ya. <laughs> I don't even know how this song goes. I just know, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Happy late or early birthday, Doja Cat. So, you guys, I have my website launched last night, www.mdmaq.com. Follow me on Instagram, at mdmaq. And then on my Instagram, you can find my link tree. And on my link tree is a link to the Patreon, to the Spotify, to the Apple Podcasts, to my Twitter, and to my website. Get into a yuck. Get into a yuck. Get into a yuck. I have five designs of prints on sale. They're all over my Instagram and they're on my website and they're on sale for $10. And with shipping, it comes out to like $15 and like some odd cents. I'm going to the post office manana and then on Monday because I paid for some. Paid for some ads. I paid for some advertisements. Shout out to 80s Vintage Pulp on Instagram. I love you. Thanks for putting up with my crazy ass. So good night. Good morning. Good evening. Good afternoon. Wherever you're listening. I bid you adieu. Venus, Aphrodite, Lady C, show bikini, get with me. Venus, I can't help the way I'm feeling. 
goddess of love will take me to your leader. I can't help but keep on dancing. Goddess of love. Goddess of love. Take me to your planet. Take me to your planet. Take me to your Venus. Your Venus. Your Venus. Take me to your planet. Take me to your planet. Take me to your Venus. Your Venus. Your Venus. When you touch me, I die just a little inside. I wonder if this could be love, this could be love. Cause you're out of this world, galaxy, space, and time. I wonder if this could be love, Venus. Have a nicer baby, it's Aphrodite. Axleasy. Venus. Wash it down the land, the ghost from the planet. From the planet. To the planet. All right, I'm gay. Good night.